Welcome to an all-new Thrill Me Podcast Network video. I am one of your hosts, Zach Hilton, and along with me on this wonderful journey we're about to go on is the one, the only, Review It Rob. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm not too shabby, my friend. I'm not too shabby. Uh, About a month and a half ago, you Mm -hmm. and I did a Marvel video, kind of like where they sit at that moment in time after this year. And we decided we wanted to do that with the DC property being that with Aquaman and the lost kingdom coming out. And I love that. I just said Aquaman and the lost kingdom. Like it was a fucking Indiana Jones movie. Exactly. That's what it sounds like. Perfect. Perfect. So, uh, with that movie coming out, uh, DCEU has finally come to an end basically with, right before this reboot with um, James Gunn's universe coming out. So Rob and myself decided, you know what? There's a lot of videos out on the internet that are very like dismissive of the DCEU, very like backhanded comedy that I feel. So I think it's fair for you and I to come in here and I'm gonna be honest, I'm not gonna come in all roses with everything that they have done, but I do feel that DCEU was dealt a bad hand by the internet community, the film community, and so on. And I am excited to talk about the DCEU. What say you, Rob? Like, are are you going to miss said DCEU? You know, um, you said it perfectly. First off, the internet, you know, it was going to internet. And secondly, roses do smell like poop, poop, poop. That's what I've heard. Um, But uh, am I going to miss it? Maybe some of it, some aspects. There's some things that are going to be left unfinished, um, sadly. But I'm ready for the new, man. There's so many questions about what this thing that James Gunn's putting together is going to be. And seeing some of his small work already with DC, I'm like, this is interesting concept. It's an interesting idea. And just trying to figure out where he's going with everything. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm... I'm happy about the future. You know, I, I, I'm sad to see some things go. Not most things. Like I said, we won't be all roses here, but I, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. With me and the DCEU, it's funny because I think when they were at their start, I really do think there was a voice that they were trying to land. And you heard me say this on Core Memory Unlocked recently, where I was like, I don't like reactive storytelling. And I feel since DC, when they started, okay, we're going to, we're going to do this joint universe thing. I feel they were very reactive and they were very reactive to internet feelings. And maybe that's why I'm so kind of pushing against that with the Marvel stuff, because I feel like that's what DC did. And that's why we kind of end up in the 2023 year that we mm-hmm. end up in because I do have thoughts on certain properties where I want to kind of like go over with you because I have some ideas that I think definitely play uh, going forward. But recently Aquaman, the lost kingdom finally came out after three pushbacks or something yeah, pushbacks like that. Pushbacks and reshoots. Um, and this is going to be our non-spoiler review because it is opening weekend. And if you decide that you want to go see this movie, I don't want to spoil anything, uh, necessarily, especially since Rob never released his review. So this is kind of his review at Rob show review as well. Um, 
so i'll go first my my thoughts on aquaman the lost kingdom i'll be honest i liked aquaman one i think it's a fun ride it kind of does have that indiana jones vibe that i was joking on <laughs> earlier and i will say this movie has some of those feelings where you could tell they were trying to recapture that kind of magic of the first movie. And with Patrick Wilson kind of replacing the Amber Heard of it in that role, I think it works very well. I love their chemistry together in this movie. I do think the movie does have some missteps. I do think there's some things that were missing and you don't necessarily get into like the human aspect, the Atlantic aspect of it, of like trying to feel towards what they're going for. I do think this is being kind of pushed on a little harder than it deserves. There are some aspects I absolutely love, like the Black Manta stuff where they're in their ship and stuff. It reminds me of 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Yes. And I kind of love that. And it, it really put me into focus of the film of being like, oh, this is B horror. This is B sci-fi. This is, this is Forbidden Planet kind of shit. And I like that kind of stuff. So I kind of dig where James Wan was coming with it from his atomic monster kind of vibe. And I got that and it didn't make me hate the film. I think the, the one huge criticism that I can give the movie, and I even texted this to you way too much Amber Heard for, um, a company that was like, oh, she's not in a lot of the movie. They put her in like one frame of the trailer. Homegirl is a main focal point in the movie. I don't care what they tell you. And I think that's kind of done dirty for certain reasons outside of this, like that we already know with the Johnny Depp stuff. And because of that, it takes me out of the movie. So do I see myself revisiting this because of my own personal stakes in it? No, but as a movie, and if you can look past that, and if you're just trying to go for a like, oh, I want to see some cool special effects, eat some popcorn, and just have a good time out, I don't think it's a bad movie. But outside of that, that's all I got for you. Yeah, um, you hit pretty much everything on the head. The parts I loved was the James Wan horror aspects. You know, the first thing we think about mm -hmm. with the uh, first Aquaman movie was the trench and all the yeah. scary creatures everywhere. And we got some scary creatures again in this movie. It was like, cool, love that. Favorite right. parts of the movie, without a doubt, are the action scenes. Like, uh, Especially that last fight yeah, where Black Manta and um, Aquaman are going at it with their tridents. Yes. Phenomenal perfect love it loved every single action scene like there wasn't a bad action scene there wasn't a moment where i'm like yeah the cgi because you know i don't get internet on these people but <laughs> you mentioned the amber heard aspect and that's why i'm glad it's taken this long about a week out from seeing this movie is because i don't want to unfairly judge it but every time she was on the screen it just immediately put me in a math feeling like mm -hmm. anytime she popped up i oddly made oddly made noise in the theater i'm like boo so get out of here so yeah did like, brooke like I, it's, and I don't want to unfairly judge the movie for that aspect. So, look, removing that, like Jason Momoa is always awesome. We love him. I don't want him to be Aquaman anymore. To be honest, mm -hmm. we'll probably talk future stuff, but I don't want right. the Aquaman from him anymore. Um, okay. I think he got a little too over the top in this movie, as opposed to the first film. He's a little more grounded. This movie, he's like full Jason Momoa. 
don't right. need that. Uh, Patrick Wilson's great as always. I love that they did the brother aspect, but like you mentioned, they sold us kind of a lie. It seemed like the movie's gonna be way more of that than right. what this ended up being. This ended up being maybe not even half of that. And then, like you said, there's there's misses here and there. There's one point where Orm's hair gets cut and he loses his beard. I don't know how the hell that happened. They just immediately went into a new scene and he's just cutting for time, baby. We're cutting (laughs) for for time. time. Listen, I had to watch Thor get his hair cut in one movie. I can sit here and watch (laughs) his hair cut. (laughs) But um, I will say, speaking of Thor, it reminds me of Thor um, Love and Thunder, where it's a little too comical and not as serious as it needs to be. Like that movie's got the God Butcher. This movie, we're dealing with global warming and the threat of destroying the world's right like global warming taking out all this stuff and all that and just we're comical the whole time and we're going back and forth i'm like it's missing beats here we know james wan's great but i think this movie kind of was a misfire especially coming off of the first aquaman so i don't want to do this sorry to cut you off but i don't want Mm -hmm. to do this kind of section as a uh, like beating it down of what my feeling no 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 what i'm saying is so when you see this movie and when I looked at the time, the movie's only two hours and I think three or four minutes. Yeah. I honest to God think this movie originally was supposed to be two hours, 20, two hours, 25, maybe even 30. And those beats that you're talking about are taken out. And, and the reason why I think they did that is because that this universe is no more. I think there are, a lot of things in all the movies that came out this year that got taken away because they've been done. Like they announced James Gunn's DC and then were like, by the way, here are the final four movies, Shazam, Blue Beetle, Flash, and Aquaman. And mm-hmm. because of that, they had to take out stuff. Every movie, I except Blue Beetle, I didn't hear much on. But I feel like every movie after, like Flash was like, oh, we had to take out the Henry Cavill cameo. Oh, on Aquaman, we had Ben Affleck at one point. Then yeah. we changed it to Michael Keaton. And then we just nixed them all together. Like, I feel there are things in this movie that story-wise were supposed to progress in a way that we will never know about now. Yeah, especially that Iron Man-ish ending with Jason Momoa, mm-hmm. which was hilarious. Um, but oh, boy. <laughs> the... Yeah, I laughed when I saw that. I'm like, oh, God. Um, but the reason you haven't heard anything about Blue Beetles, Blue Beetles not canon, DCEU. It's just in the DCEU. Like, right. apparently the Flash happened. Timeline changed. They jump over Blue Beetle, and then you're right. Aquaman. So, like... Well, it's really fun. funny that I feel... Because, like I said earlier, this movie got pushed multiple times yeah i kind of feel they should have never went with the december release how they did this year i honest to god think you should have like put this in flash's slot and then have the flash come out in december yes and in just from a dceu wrap-up book in standpoint it would have been nice to actually have kind of a closure Mm-hmm. ending like i don't hate that aquaman ended this like aquaman's yeah. the only one of these movies that made a billion dollars i think it's a fine person to end on but i do feel to end the dceu and i'll be honest i'm going to probably do it in that fashion in my blu-ray order the mm-hmm. flash will be the last blu-ray on my mantle in this universe because i do feel 
you're paying homage to old DC, DCEU, starting with Man of Steel and so on, Justice League. Yeah. And I think personally, you could have wrapped up it better and had a cool post credit scene, almost um, a la the Flash is going through the Time Force again, but it goes the white, almost like heaven. And that's yeah. it. We're, we're gone now. Yeah, I, it's a perfect idea. Yeah, I agree with you. They got everything. I mean, COVID, bring it up, all that. But COVID messed up so many things in release schedules. And if it would have stayed on track, plus they probably should have announced James Gunn's DCU before these movies came out. Sure I should have held on to that a little bit. So, Especially all, since you're going to have a year break anyways. Yeah, that's all I've heard for a while is just, oh, well, these movies don't matter because they're not connected to anything, which is a stupid excuse. Every movie matters. It should be a singular yeah. aspect. They don't have to connect to anything. It's just right. fun that they connect to things. Yes. But yeah, I think yeah. they should have paused on that for sure. And then, um, yeah, I mean, Aquaman, it's, I'm fine with leaving with Aquaman. It's fun enough movie to say goodbye to the right. DCEU. Right. Um, to, to leave the DCEU, and one of my favorite bits about this, like I said earlier, my favorite aspect is that it did feel different than Marvel. And you got that from the jump with Man of Steel mm -hmm. and Batman vs. Superman. Yes. Now, take those movies as you do. And I continuously will only watch Batman vs. Superman, the ultimate cut. Like, I watched the three-hour cut of that movie because obviously it works better. And I know the studio was scared to put that out because it's three fucking hours, but guess what? You should have released that cut. It would have yeah. been received way better. Which is funny. Um, Years later, they released The Batman, which is three hours, and that's, you know, an awesome exactly. movie, but it's not that much action. It's, it's right, mostly dialogue. Right, <laughs> right. Um, and I just love the tone and feel that we're going with. And I feel like at the beginning, you did get that with things like the first Wonder Woman, which was set in World War One, like it was still gritty and things like that. And in my world, I can only imagine if you get those four, like you get those first three movies, even Suicide Squad, but then you get Zack Snyder's Justice League. What a banger of first phase of your movies that you could have gotten. And then we started leaning into the more, especially 2022 to now, like you get those mythological movies where I do feel like they lost their groundedness. And it's really funny. Once I got out of Aquaman or even watching during it, I was like, oh, that's what I've been missing. I've been missing the gritty. Because even during this, we were getting movies like you said, The Batman, The Joker. These movies just felt kind of real, but also humanity was at stake in a lot of these movies. Say what you will about the first Suicide Squad, but there was a human aspect to it. Yeah. Um so for me, the biggest thing I'm going to miss about the DCEU is that it was a more grown-up feature. I heard someone say this on a podcast, and they couldn't be more right. I feel like they keep trying to make comic book movies, all genre, from Marvel to DC, to cater to kids. And kids aren't really your demographic anymore because they're on to whatever else now. These properties should be aging up. And that's why I truly do believe when it's all said and done and the dust is cleared, movies like Batman v Superman, movies like Zack Snyder's Justice League, Man of Steel, these movies are going to pop 
for the kids that were growing up on Marvel. Yeah, absolutely. Give the Flash some time too for people to get back into because mm-hmm. that movie is that, that movie is something special. Um, but yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I liked how DC, the DCU started. Like DC and Marvel aren't the same. DC has right. always been grittier and dirtier and darker and more. I mean, they got Batman. Batman's all about freaking the darkness and that He's horrible Gotham, Gotham city. Yes, yeah, Gotham. horrible Gotham city. So right. it's it's. I think it was unfairly judged because Marvel was getting banger after banger after banger, and Warner Brothers is sitting over here like, what do we got to do? Why are our movies not hitting? And I think it's it's just a tonal difference that people didn't understand comic yeah. wise, which yeah. I don't know why it took place here because the Batman uh, with the it's the Dark Knight trilogy, even though Batman Begins is the first movie, but right. we had those movies and people loved them. So I don't know yeah. what happened when we got to the DCEU and people were like, ah. And honestly, if I if I can call a spade a spade, I think the internet happened. And yeah. when that movie got announced, when Man of Steel got announced, and Christopher Nolan is a producer on that film and yes. came to set to talk to Zack Snyder. And the whole goal, I think, was, okay, we want to do The Dark Knight but Superman. And I think Zack Snyder was smart enough to be like, okay, well, Batman's very grounded. He's human. Superman's an alien. So if we're going to talk the same kind of story, we kind of got to talk alien about it. And that's why I loved being on Krypton and bringing like this invasion feel, which leads into BVS where like, why would Bruce Wayne fucking trust an alien? Like there are so many (laughs) aspects of this fucking, like those two movies that I love so much that leads even into Justice League. Like, it all just flowed to me. Such a good skate. Yes, it wasn't like Batman got an individual movie. Superman got an individual movie. Wonder Woman got an individual movie. The fucking uh, the Cyborg and Flash. And then we got Justice League. I kind of think, to hot fucking take, it went perfect. Like, I think that's exactly how we needed to see it. And the fact that, like, people, like, freaked out because they showed you Batman's story for the first minute in BVS. But, oh, if I ever see the pearls again, I'm going to lose it. You saw it for one fucking second. And it was just to give you that, like, connection to Batman and throughout the story. Sorry to fucking trigger you, Martha. But, like, we've seen Batman stories. I think it was the smartest dig to give us, like, a Dark Knight, like, Frank Miller's version of Batman. Because we've seen Batman in action. If you can't put two and two that Batman's been in action, then I don't know what to do for you. No. But at the same time, they don't understand the Martha moment, which is so easy to understand. It's like, you know, of course, they're not going to get it. It's the easiest. No, we thing can't to understand that. But boy, oh boy, can we understand? I'm with you till the end of the line. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're talking yeah. to you, Bucky and Steve. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad you brought that up. They did that exact same moment. It's the years same later fucking moment. Avengers. Yeah, it's the same fucking thing. But, oh, but I but don't want to make quick. this like I'm angry at yeah. the internet. Yeah, no, 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 that's fine. We can always be angry. We don't have to say it. But real quick on Christopher Nolan. Did you see his quote yeah. recently about Zack Snyder? That he is, like, inspirational. Yeah, he said, uh, there's no superhero science fiction film coming out these days where I don't see Zack Snyder's influence, which is true. It's 100% yeah. true. Well, I mean, like, when you look at things like The Flash, you look at Aquaman recently, like, he was able to break down, like, I even think better than Thor. Like... They had to treat Thor like he was this alien, but we didn't want to talk about God mythology until we can make it funny. Where Zack Snyder, 
He took it all fucking seriously. Yeah. He was making you believe in all these worlds. And that's the one thing I will give Aquaman. Like, I know you said for comedic effects for some things, but there's a point in the new Aquaman, he's riding a fucking seahorse. And not at one point was I like, oh, that's goofy as fuck. I was like, no. I believe it. This guy's riding a seahorse. Yeah, it's Aquaman. And plus, we saw that in the first movie. So it's all good. Right. <laughs> it's right. all good, man. Yeah, I mean, we um, get what Aquaman is. So it's fine. So, before, uh, well, now let's move on to the next section, which kind of involves The Flash. This year, in June, The Flash came out, and a very big plot point of the movie was worlds were colliding. And I know the internet has a field day with whatever they want to say about special effects. If you... If you got to fucking hark on this shit like other... If you really want to act like Avatar's the best looking fucking thing you've ever seen that doesn't look like a cartoon, I don't know what to do for you. Like, the fact that this movie was able to bring in things from other films of DC. Like, I wasn't expecting the World's Collide moment where we got Christopher Reeve. Adam West, a Flash we've never seen, Nicolas Cage's Superman. Like, they were bringing in so many moments, not not to mention, like, the Man of Steel's version of Supergirl, Michael Keaton's Batman. They were bringing in so many moments into this movie that I thought, when I left, was like, holy shit, almost in the same vein of, like, Spider-Man No Way Home does for not only the MCU, but it was a love letter to this entire 20 year franchise. I felt like the flash was a love letter to all of DC. Like what was exciting to me was, you know, James Gunn did announce, I have my own thing coming and it's this new start. And the flash was able to say goodbye to everything you love. So you can get ready for this new version. I thought it was just beautiful. Yeah, I mean, for DC fans like us, that is the, that is, I don't want to say holy grail moment, but it's just the the heartwarming moment to be like, yes, this is all here. Here we are. We we were thought we were just getting Michael Keaton Batman, which is obviously enough. We love Michael Keaton Batman. But right. to see that aspect, to finally see Nicolas Cage's Superman on screen, be it CGI or AI or whatever, who cares? Whatever. Like, it was cool to freaking see, to see the old Superman, the old Supergirl. All of this stuff, uh, freaking Adam West's Batman, all of it was yep. just cool to see again on screen. And as DC fans were like, yes, thank you. We love this. We're glad to see all this stuff. This is DC. Right. It's just it's just nice to feel like everything can be canon now, especially through all this, because like Michael Keaton being a part of it, it makes it feel like the 89 Batman on has some levity. Oh, George Clooney being Batman at the end of the movie, like it it feels like things mattered and that's what i think kind of helps that universe is that they acknowledge multiverse which i think dc plays on harder than any other comic book and they allowed you to go you know what if you want to watch 1978's fucking superman and feel like that's connected to the flash you can do it. And I love that for it. Absolutely. Love it, man. Love it, love it, love it. Good. Good, 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 good. All right. So we've talked a little DC. We talked Extended Universe. And we've given our thoughts on Aquaman. 
And now I think we're going to dive into our ranking of the DCEU because I'm sure you have a set, I have a set, and they're not going to be cohesive, I think. Probably um, not. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but this will be fun. So if I asked Rob earlier, are we going to include Justice League? Justice League. Justice League. Justice League. And with that being included, for me, it's at number 16. Because I'm personally taking it out. And I, it, hey, everybody knows me. I love Joss Whedon. I love mm -hmm. Buffy. I love Avengers. I think he's a wonderful director. He may have some fucking demons that he has to handle. That's everybody's own business. But for the films and shows, I can acknowledge that I still like those things. But with this movie, and I don't even think it's entirely his fault. I think Warner Brothers has a heavy hand in this as well. Oh, I just think I just think it was the wrong move. So for that reason, it's number 16. Now going from there on out, 17. 15. 17. There's 17? If you include I'm Peacemaker, missing... there's 17. Ooh, I'm missing something, then. Okay. I'm missing something. Well, you gave me the graphic, so let me look at this graphic real goddamn quick. Now, I've included that. I've included that. I've included that. I've included that. I got that. 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 What the fuck am I missing? One, just, two, three, four, five, six, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. You're right. What the fuck am I missing? Uh, one of the suicide squads? No, both suicide squads are up here. One of the Shazams? Jesus. Nope, both Shazams are up here. Birds of Prey? Birds of Prey is up here. Uh, both Aquamans? Both Aquamans are up here. Blue Beetle? Blue Beetle's up here. Black Adam? Up here. Both Justice Leagues? Both Justice Leagues are up here. Both Wonder Woman? Both Wonder Women are up here. Peacemaker? Peacemaker's up here. What the hell are you missing? I'm telling you. Okay, <laughs> so here we go. I'm just going to... Maybe maybe the number system fucked up. No? Okay. So That's let's see what happens. Here we go. So last place, Justice League. Got Justice it. League. It, I'm just going to say the number. If you don't hear a thing, just let me know. Okay, Number take this graphic three. down, though, unless you want to leave it. Up. No, no, I love the graphic. <laughs> I love this graphic. So these are all the films, plus the TV show, that we're including. Yes. Correct? Okay. Correct. So, number, for me, if the system's wrong, who gives a shit? But this is yes. how I, I numbered it, so this is how you hear it. Systems, man. Systems. 16, Justice League. Okay. Oh, wait a sec. I figured it out. Never mind. Sorry. Let me put wait. it up here. Okay. I figured it Fucking out, baby. There you go. All right. And I'm not going to tell you what it is, so I don't feel dumb. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I'll tell you what it is after. <laughs> okay. Number 17, Justice League. Yes. 16, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Okay. F 15, Suicide Squad. 14. Okay. Yes. The first one. 14, okay. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. 13, Wonder Woman 84. 12, okay. Blue Beetle. 11, Shazam. Okay. 10, Black Adam. 9, Aquaman. 
8, Man of Steel. 7, The Flash. 6, The Suicide Squad. 5, Birds of Prey. 4, Wonder Woman. 3, Peacemaker. 2, Batman v Superman, The Ultimate Cut. Number 1, Zack Snyder's Justice League. All right. All right. Birds of Prey, much higher than I was expecting. There we go. So I feel like that's the hot take. Listen, when Suicide Squad came out, the first one, obviously Harley Quinn was the fucking winner in that movie. Like everybody loved her. So when she got her own movie, I was excited. And the way they played in Gotham, Ewan McGregor as the villain stand out for me. I just think it's a fun time. It's a fun popcorn movie. I love it. Bingo. All right. So here we go. 17. We agree. Yeah. Justice League. Got it at 17. It. All right. 16. I have Wonder Woman 84. Okay. 15. I have Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Mm-hmm. 14. I have Black Adam. Mm-hmm. At 13, I have Shazam Fury of the Gods. Okay. 12 and 11. I'm going double Suicide Squad. 12, I have Ooh. Suicide Squad. 11, I have the Suicide Squad. Okay. Uh, 10, I've got Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Blue Beetle is at 9. Birds of Prey, I have it eight. Nice. Shazam at seven. Mm-hmm. Peacemaker at six. Ooh. All right. Top five. Man of Steel at number five. Oh, yeah. Wonder Woman at four. I believe we matched on that. Matched. Wow. Yep. Uh, BVS Ultimate Cut at number three. We were close. Here comes the shocker because I was expecting you're probably expecting this to be number one. It is not. I have The Flash at number two. Okay. And then number one, I have Zack Snyder's Justice League. So, I oh I really was thinking that's how your ranking was going to go because and we could just give some love to this right now because out of out of your left list, one thing you said earlier was a shocker, but I I am all for it. But I feel like our list was kind of in the same realm. Like we felt similar. Like if we were in a fucking wave pool yeah like i think it's we're just, a little different on like shazam i think our yeah shazam i think I, and i also feel like my feelings on zachary fuckface probably plays a little toll into that yeah but um the i knew zach snyder's justice league was going to be your number one because of a couple of reasons one ezra plays a much heavier role in that movie mm-hmm. a very emotional role in yes. that movie. And I think, and I have no problem saying this, and I love kind of giving this, it's kind of due, it's due diligence. Mm-hmm. They've only had one movie where Avengers had four. I would put Zack Snyder's Justice League against any Avengers movie for feeling like a fucking graphic novel. Oh, God. Like the, it feels like I'm reading and watching art come to life for a comic book. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you. Like you mentioned, I didn't want to go full Ezra here because I obviously love them. Um, I don't care what right. the internet wants to say about them. They've been right. found innocent internet. Get off his back already. But um, it, yeah, that scene where he's just stopping time at the end makes me freaking ball every single time I watch it. Like I thought it would be just the first time when I saw mm-hmm. that. 
Like it's every single time I watch this movie because it's just so expertly put together, not just from the uh, performers aspect, but the way it's written, the way it's directed, the way it's put on camera. Like that whole scene, that freaking theme music in the background that I have just mm. saved that comes on every now and then. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just perfection to me. And that movie, all five hours of it, right? It's five hours. Yeah. Four. Four. Four, four, four and hours. a half. Yeah. Four and a half hours. I remember we both were like, we're going to watch this we, as soon as it comes out. Ah, you and I <laughs> yeah. woke up at 3 a.m. to watch this. Yes. Because I was even like, oh, man, if I get it done, I could still go to work that day. Exactly. And then I think I even, I did it a little differently, but I watched it that morning, couldn't get it out of my mind, and planned with my teen son. I was like, we're going to watch a chapter a day from there, there on out. So, like, I watched the movie twice within a week. There you go. It's so freaking good, man. Like, I, I can't, there's not a bad thing to say about that movie. Like, normally you can find something, but there, I can't mm-hmm. picture a thing that's bad about that movie. The The direction's beautiful. The acting's beautiful. The script is beautiful. I think it's the true version that should have came out. Yet, you could have probably cut some stuff if it was going to be a movie, but they would have never allowed it to be that three-hour movie without in-game and Infinity War working, but those didn't come out when Justice League were supposed to come out. If they, if there would have been like, oh shit, this could work. Imagine in 2017 if we would have gotten this. Imagine! Yeah. It would have been, we would be talking about a different thing. I don't think Zack Snyder would be directing everything, but I think his hand would have been in every fucking thing that we're talking about. And there would have been a more concise thing because I think what got lost in translation with the DCEU is that we had uh, a nice human storytelling thing that eventually just turns into godlike creatures that no one can get behind because I don't want to watch a god. Like that's why Thor I would he's not a top tier superhero for the MCU because Iron Man human, Captain America human, Black Panther human, Spider-Man human. When you just keep coming out with movies with Shazam, Black Adam, like all the Wonder Woman, all these characters that are gods, it's harder to fucking feel for them, which is why, now talking to the future, I think James Gunn's going to make things fucking work because how people have been scared with like, well, all these superheroes are in the movie, all these Green Lanterns and Lobos and stuff. Yeah, because now we can connect to every fucking body all at once and we can all feel like we are one of them. And yeah. I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm still, I'm excited if they continue with this, like, again, going back to graphic novels, which I think DC does well. I'm excited about Elseworlds. I'm excited about Joker 2, the Batman 2 coming out. Like all these different things, the Amanda Waller, the Peacemakers, all these things. Penguin's going to be good. All these fucking things, like they, they have such a good idea especially taking that 2024 break so we can be like giddy and getting excited. They're not taking a break. Well, 2024, they don't have anything besides Joker. They have Creature Commandos coming out in 2024. That's 2024? I thought it was 2025, like February. Nope, 2024. And then first official live action movie. They don't got to film until 2025. Yeah, I mean, it's still canon to DC, you know? (laughs) 
But the actual (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be fair, Blue Beetle is apparently the first announced character for the the characters in it. I think they could still play with it to be like he's not totally that. The family doesn't necessarily have to be in there. Like my biggest complaints with Blue Beetle was like it didn't know what the fuck it wanted to be. This goofy family movie or this gritty fucking dark superhero movie. It was flipping flopping throughout. But I think with James Gunn's eye on the ball, he can find the tone that can be successful for whatever next movie Blue Beetle goes through. Yeah, apparently the rumor is that he'll show up in the Booster Gold show or whatever so 100 percent. the the yeah. next movie should be brewster gold blue beetle like a joint movie yeah and like i don't understand the confusion people are having with this it's like well if he's the first mm-hmm. character does that mean that movie can no the movie's not canon it just means that character will be in the dcu just like peacemaker <coughs> the fact he's making right. a peacemaker season two that kind of messes around with you a little bit because that's a little canon to the dceu but right, i'm sure he'll, right, right, right. We'll, we'll get it figured out by the time the honest to god and this is the fucking biggest problem that i have that i don't understand what happened with people where like recasting is a thing so yeah. if they still want someone to play somebody but it's in a new fucking universe it ain't that hard Mm-mm. i've had fucking three spider-mans I can tell the difference. Heck, we've had, what, four <laughs> you know or five mean? different like, Batman. <laughs> you know? if, if he's wearing a different costume and it's done by a different team, I'll be okay. I don't have to follow that first movie. If you're just saying, yeah, 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 he's playing this, but this is just the, the first movie's this or this show's Brewster Gold, okay, then I don't need to watch that. I can just go from here on out. Yeah, exactly. And I not think that hard. Yeah, Fuck, not I hard. hate the internet, man. <laughs> yeah. God, why do they want to make things so goddamn difficult? I don't know, man. All the crap they're saying about Superman right now, too. They're like, well, you got 15 different characters in this movie. I'm like, well, we're telling the story, guy. <laughs> you know? Just like I said a second ago. So we can relate to the one fucking god who has human traits. Because there's going to be a bunch of gods in that movie. That we we need to feel like, oh, well, well, this guy's on our side, so let's fucking feel for him. Yeah. Do not doubt the gun. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you on are you on board for Momoa as Lobo in the DCU sure. if it happens? Sure. Which just seems I mean, like it's happening. <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've seen the news where like they've said in DC he's always got a home. And yeah. I've seen the rumors that he could be Lobo. And my thing is this as much as Okay, are we not going to act like that Ryan Reynolds hasn't played 42 fucking comic book fucking heroes? Are we not going to act like Chris Evans hasn't played three different sets, four different sets of comic book characters? Like, it's not hard to, like, differ going forward. It's just when you say DC. It's like, that's when the internet powers up their hatred now we have the Zack snyder fans who power up their hatred too but these are the same motherfuckers but but these are the same motherfuckers that'll look at you and go oh chris evans could have a cameo as human torch in deadpool that's so awesome bitch he just played captain america and you're like that's awesome there's rumors that mads mickelson could play dr doom and let me tell you if he plays dr doom i'm fucking out because now we're talking within the world that one guy is playing a certain like a certain character. 
Yeah. Like, like Lobo, he's not in the DCEU. He is just DCU, and I can separate that. But Mads Mikkelsen has already been the villain in a MCU movie. I don't need him a villain in another MCU movie. That's like fucking James Earl Jones playing the voice of Darth Vader, and then he played the voice of Darth Maul. What the fuck are we talking about? Oh, yeah. You hit him with it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, none of them are playing the same characters, right? We got a new Superman. We're going to have a new mm-hmm. Batman. We're going to have yeah. probably a new Flash. We'll have yeah. a new Aquaman. Wonder Woman's the only one that's question mark at this point, which I still I, don't I, think she'll be. I, I don't think she'll be it. Yeah, I don't. I, don't I think, think she's, she's done. Yeah. <laughs> so and, I mean, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, like Aquaman only got two movies. You know what I mean? Like. I, I hate to be this way as much as I love, love, love Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. If it doesn't fit in the storytelling thing that they're trying to tell, I don't need it. I don't need Gal Gadot, who I've seen in two movies, come over to this one. And I'm supposed to automatically forget those two movies. Where like Peacemaker, who's only had one movie, and then his TV show... The only thing that will make me switch is if they are playing completely different types of characters or it's an Elseworld Wonder Woman. That's the only way you fucking get me. Yeah, that's my question with Peacemaker. That's the only thing I have a question about is what are we doing if it's season two? Because obviously that was DCU. We had the Flash and Aquaman in the freaking show. So it's like it hasn't it hasn't started filming yet, has it? No, he's writing it after Superman. Gotcha. I'm not convinced it happens. You're not convinced it happens. I don't. I'm not convinced it happens. Outside of them being like Peacemaker, the Else World, I don't believe it. Okay. And the other, and again, and I just said it here is if they somehow change the character, like it's almost like season two's a reboot. Mm-hmm. And fuck it, if you want to have fun with it, and call it a reboot. And fucking John Cena's acting like I've done this before. What the fuck is going on? Like, okay, let John Cena let John Cena be the one guy that's like, guys, we've fucking done this. There's yeah. another world like this. And that's the thing, like everybody wants an answer now because they're like, Well, well John Cena's playing the same person. Amanda right. Waller's Viola Davis is the same person. I'm like, it will be right. explained. Let it have time for them to explain it. It'll be like, fine. It the internet thinks they can fucking write better movies than actual people that went to school for it. And this is why they work at Domino's and have time to tweet in between fucking smoke breaks. Yeah. This is the same internet that hated Dr. Strange too, because it didn't have 15 other superheroes. in it. I fucking love Dr. Strange too. Come at me, America. Yeah. Well, that is our thoughts on the DCEU. It will be missed. We are, we're excited about the future. It mm-hmm. is sad. I do feel like we're both kind of like, it's sad where it went, but I am very happy that we got the Flash. Like, yeah. I am very happy that they paid homage to the entire DCEU and DC Universe. I just wish it would have been the December movie and not the fucking June movie. Absolutely. That's my I only complaint. Yeah, I, only I agree. Complaint. And it should be the last movie. I mean, even in the Flash, which I guess we can talk about this, he's with Aquaman at the credits scene. The very the end, the end like, credits. Yeah. yeah. It's like, and he's which, explaining the timeline change. So yeah, you should have just gone December and then, yeah. And especially, especially because if that movie would have came out in June and then that's your post credit scene, it still shows that like Arthur Curry, that Aquaman exists. 
we it did it set up nothing in the yeah. new movie. It that set up whole, absolutely nothing. That was my whole thought while watching Aquaman. I'm like, well, he's friends with Flash. Flash can just run back in time and make this right. global warming thing end. So, right. <laughs> like, we'll get there. Right. No, nope, doesn't matter. Never doesn't fucking matter. mattered. Nope. Instead, we get I am Aquaman. W credits. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ACDC plays. I am Aquaman. <laughs> it would be Metallica since he's a fan, but yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, before I let you go, Rob, plug uh, your show. When's it going to come back? What you got going? Yes. The Review at Rob show is on hiatus at the moment because holidays. Um, I decided mm-hmm. to actually take a break for once, but the show Good will return, man. We will return with all kinds of stuff. DC is mandatory talk on that show, so if you join this to hear DC stuff, talk it every single episode. And then, you know, spoiler-free reviews back and forth. I just did a Patreon episode. Freaking hell froze over. Um, there's I'm a Patreon. It's a Patreon episode out of the Black You're like Christmas a CM Punk shirt. Come to life. Come to life, man. Next thing I know, Madison Square Garden's going to give me a plaque or something. Um, but yeah, that's out. I'm going to do shit. more Patreon stuff next year. Throw me Podcast yeah. Network. Just plug it in general. You're here. Share it with your friends, man. We have a good time. And 2024 is going to be even bigger. So 100%. We, here, we got the new show from you, Throw Me Weekly. Throw oh, Me Weekly. That show. Wonderful. Wonderful yeah. show that I'm still working the kinks out. But this week coming up, it's going to be on on the rails. It's going to be great. We're going to be rolling deep with the Throw Me Weekly. We're going to talk entertainment, fun pop culture stuff, weird news of the week, and Reality Bites, which is a Brooke favorite. Um, We're going to have a new Patreon exclusive that nobody knows about right now, but we will talk about on Throw Me Weekly. Follow the Instagram to to see that. Hey, it says it at the bottom. It says it at the yeah. bottom. All right. Uh, so, Rob, uh, I don't know how exactly to fucking leave. So, I'm going to uh, let you do it. Um, we are Thrill Me Podcast Network. <laughs> we are Thrill Me. <laughs>